The New Jersey Globe Power Hour is on. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome back. It's David Wildstein. Craig Coffin is the Speaker of the New Jersey State Assembly. So along with the Governor and the Senate President, he's one of the big three in, in state government. Mr. Speaker, how are you? I am well, David. How are you? Thanks I'm, for that I'm doing great. Thank generous uh, introduction. Well, and thank you for coming on. Before we talk about politics, I just want to ask you quickly, uh, you know, since it's the fall, about your, uh, uh, your, your moonlining job. You're a sports announcer for high school games. I and- am. I, I do. In fact, I did a game last night. I did the, uh, I do for the local access channel, uh, Mayor John McCormick and I uh, act as uh, pretend we're play by play guys and analysts. And, uh, we, uh, we did the Colonia, uh, JFK game. Woodbridge, Woodbridge Township has three high schools. Uh, and, and two of them were playing last night, so we got to do that game. It was a beautiful night. It was like a late summer night uh, for a football game, and uh, unfortunately it wasn't very competitive, but it was still an awful lot of fun to do. Who's better at this, you or Mary McCormick? Oh, uh, me. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> and, he would, and he would say uh, him. He, he absolutely would. He absolutely would. I mean, Mr. Speaker, let's talk about the governor's race. I mean, there's some polls sure. that show uh, Murphy versus Chitterelli tightening. Are, are those polls accurate? Are they? Are those the numbers you're seeing? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know what, whose poll they are that you're seeing, right? I mean, I think that the polls uh, that we, we come to rely upon still have Governor Murphy sizably ahead and, and consistently there. Uh Look, there's going to be an inevitable tightening of the race as as you go through it. And uh, Assemblyman uh, Chitterelli was, was somebody who didn't have the same name recognition as the governor. Uh, he's uh, raised money and he's now advertising. So I, I think that there may be a, a natural uh, a tightening of the race, but it's still not uh, one that uh, has, has changed significantly. And I'm speaking with Assembly Speaker Craig Coughlin. Uh, Mr. Speaker, Last night, Republicans announced they reached a, a consensus that Nancy Munoz will be the next Assembly Minority Leader. And one of the things that struck me is that I spoke to I mean, more than a dozen Republican Assembly members. None of them suggested this was more than a race for a minority leader. No, I didn't hear anybody saying, well, you know, she, she's not running for minority leader. She's running for speaker. Uh, right. Uh, I mean, you're at 52 seats now. Nobody's really talking about Republicans taking control of the Assembly. Where do, where do you think... Democrats will be after this election. Well, uh, and first of all, you know, it's funny. It struck me this, the same, uh, and I was I was really happy to hear that. And maybe, and maybe that means that they're going to support me for speaker, uh, whether uh, Democrats have control or not. What do you think? Uh, it, um, if, if it's like the Senate, yes, right. <laughs> so, um, look, I think that we are focused and working really hard to return all of our members to the uh, the assembly. I'm confident. Uh, that, that we are going to. Uh, we have terrific candidates, uh, even in the districts that most people consider to be challenged. Uh, and, and so I'm, uh, you know, I'm working hard to get them there, and I think that we're going to succeed that. I'm, uh, I, I, I anticipate us being back and anticipate us being back in the majority. And can we talk about some of these races? Can we go through some of the ones that we're, 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 we're all watching? District 2, Atlantic County, uh, you, you've got yep. – You've got two seats you're defending, and, and probably the district in the state that has shifted back and forth between parties the most over the last 48 years. How, how are your candidates looking there? That's probably true, right? We, at, right for uh, well, right now we have the uh, uh, district, a split district. Assembly members are both Democrats. The senator is a Republican. Um, 
and and so um, yeah, we're working. I mean, I'm, that's not who who is. Uh, yeah, he's right. That's right. Palestino's in there. I mean, um, so we're we think that we have really good candidates. You know, John Armato is is a good solid guy. He's a boys veteran, a firefighter, a plumber. Uh, Somebody who's who's have to fight through the scourge of addiction with his his son, and and that's reflected in his legislative um, work. Uh, I was sticking up for um, the folks down there in Atlantic City, uh, getting labeling on packages. And, and Karen uh, uh, Fitzpatrick is is a woman who is a, a, somebody who understands business and understands. Uh, sticking up for the little guy and, and you know standing up for something that she passionately passionately believes in. Um, you know she she's a victim of abuse. Uh, she's worked in that area. She's also uh, the economic director for Atlanta County, and so she works to bring people there. So I think uh, while that is a, a, a challenging district, uh, and there is certainly an opportunity uh, for it to be a very close race. At the, our client, our our, our candidates, uh, based on the, their strength, uh, are going to be successful. And District Eight, I mean, it's mostly Burlington, a little bit of Camden and, and uh, mm-hmm. Atlantic. I think that's that's your best shot. If, if you're going to pick up any seats, is, is the best shot District Eight? Two incumbents not well, running again. Yeah, I mean, I think the the, the fact that the, both the incumbents are not running again makes that one where you look at the map and you say, well, there's there's a chance there with a couple of open seats where you could pick something up. Uh, and again, we have uh, we have a couple of terrific candidates there. Mark Natale ran the last time, got very close. That's and this is a close race. I don't think any it's not a surprise to anybody that that eight is going to be a very close race uh, right to the end. Uh, you know, he's he's a guy uh, who who stands up for. Workers, you know, he's a, he's a labor attorney. Uh, does some free work for to make sure that elections are fair, and and of course his running mate, Allison Eckler, uh, she's a board of ed member. She's a marketing specialist, but mar- specializes in um, in helping small businesses compete with big businesses. So you know she's got uh, some terrific uh, uh, chops, uh, and uh, you know we think that she'll be she'll be. She'll be doing well uh, in that in that race, and we think that's one we we hope to we hope to get. It's a tough district. I mean, you know, as as, as you know, it's Democrats haven't won there since 1973. Right, uh, so, but with with yeah, I mean, look, the the, the Senate race is a, is a good. We have a terrific candidate there, and Dawn Adiago. I had the, I had the privilege of serving with Dawn uh, in the Assembly when she was there, and uh, and got to know her a little bit. She's a terrific person, terrific candidate. Uh, and, you know, with, with the Assemblywoman Stanfield running for the Senate and Ryan Peters deciding not to run, yeah, we're, we're hopeful in that uh, in that district. In 11-16, you've got incumbents there. I, I, I think your guys are favored in, in those in those districts. I, 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 yeah, I think, I think we are, and I think we should be, um, because the strength, again, the strength of our candidates, Eric Hotelling and Joanne Downey in 11, uh, both have uh, demonstrated uh, you know, the, the terrific uh, leadership and terrific understanding of the people they represent in the state. Uh, you know, they're, they're they're fighting for their towns to make sure they get more school funding and addressing the areas that matter. So uh, we're we're really we're confident that they're going to win uh, and they'll be successful. And in in sixteen, uh, you know, that's another district that uh, was was once is actually Jack Cittarelli's home district. 
but Andrews Wickers now won three times, and Roy Freiman's won twice. Uh, and and Sadov Jopper is going to be a great addition to that team. Um, you know, that one is one uh, where, uh, you know, as you know, David, uh, Somerset County has become increasingly Democratic. Um, but it does include Hunterdon, so, uh, or pieces of Hunterdon. And uh, so there's always, you know, that to, to think about. But I think on balance, that's, that's one that uh, we, we should win and, and we're confident in. And I'm, I'm speaking with Craig Hoff on the Speaker of the New Jersey Assembly. Mr. Speaker, when the Assembly comes back after the election, some people call it lame yeah. duck, uh, mm-hmm. you've got some big issues coming up. Governor Murphy uh, indicates that the, the most important one is the Reproductive Freedom Act. He thinks the votes are there to pass it. Are, are they there? Well, David, we, we you know that's a bill that has, has been there. We're going through a very thorough and thoughtful process of, of understanding that bill and the, 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 the scope of it and and. We haven't, uh, uh, you know, we haven't settled on our lame duck agenda yet, but that's certainly one of the bills that we're going to be, you know, will be under consideration for inclusion. And some of your, some of your caucus members, I guess this comes with having 52 Democrats in the caucus. Some, some are, are more, uh, uh, are to the right of others, right within your caucus. Uh, well, sure. We, we, you know, we we come from different uh, places, have different uh, d- districts. Are all not the same, uh, and that's I think that's the great news of uh, of our party and uh, and of the members that that are there in in the assembly. Uh, they do. They re- they are not not. Uh, this is not a cookie cutter situation. We have um, lots of people who are advocating for a lot of different things and, and you know, people who are, some are more uh, progressive, some are more conservative. Um, and the trick is getting them all together, uh, which we've done with great success, by the way. Uh, you know, we've passed, we've, we've passed an awful lot of tough bills uh, and we've, we've done that with, uh, with great strength. And I think that when we, we are together, uh, as we often are, uh, that, that's what makes our, the assembly so effective. I mean that's that is that is your job down there, right? Which is to uh, to make sure that everybody uh, that there's some type sure. of consensus, and I know it involves a lot of compromise. But it, it does, and it, and it great, involves a great leadership team too, who's all on the same page and moving in the same direction. So we've been, I've been very very fortunate to be surrounded by other great members of my leadership team. And, and Craig Coughlin, Speaker of the New Jersey State Assembly, is always a pleasure to speak to you, and thank you for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Great to be with you as always. Thanks for thank having you, me, sir. Back.